Hello, this is Joe McGee. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends. That is the number one way you can help us reach people with God's love and healing. We love you guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Joe McGee, Through the Bible. We'll go from Genesis to Revelation in chronological order. Uh, I've said it so many times. The book of Genesis covers some 2,500 years. The Bible is written from the biggest book to the smallest book. It's not in chronological order, but you can get a Bible in chronological order. They make them, believe it or not. So it's fascinating to learn what happened, why it happened, how it happened, and when it happened. And all of a sudden, it starts to make a lot more sense. So already in the book of Numbers, uh, it's a great book. They made movies about it. Um, I'm just going to read the first couple of verses. Numbers chapter 1, verse 1. A year after Israel's departure from Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses in the tabernacle in the wilderness of Sinai. On the first day of the second month of that year, he said, from the whole community of Israel, record the names of all the warriors by their clans and families. List all the men, 20 years old or older, who are able to go to war. You and Aaron must register the troops, and you will be assisted by one family leader from each tribe. Then it starts to list them. So numbers is a, it's a log book. This is who we are, how many we are, uh, where we are, and what we're going to do. So it's a, it's a great book. So what we're going to do today, we're going to pick up in Numbers chapter 2 called The Organization of Israel's Camp. God's very orderly. It's a fascinating thing. So chapter 2, verse 1 of Numbers Organization for Israel's camp. Then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses and Aaron. When the Israelites set up camp, each tribe would be assigned their own area. The tribal divisions of the camp, beneath the family banners, uh, all four sides of the tabernacle, but some distance from it. The divisions of Judah, Isker, and Zebulun are to camp toward the sunrise on the east side of the tabernacle, beneath their family banners. These are the names of the tribes, their leaders, the numbers, and their number of registered troops. Uh, Judah had 74,600 troops. Issachar had 54,400 troops. Uh, Zebulun had 57,400 uh, 57, troops. So he's very detailed. But, I mean, there's banners of it. Well, who's here? Well, it said right there, this is the tribe of Judah. Well, how many they got? 74,600. I mean, he's very detailed. He's trying to tell the people, I don't do anything accidentally. So the total number of troops in Judah's side of the camp was 186,400. Then three tribes are to lead the way whenever Israel uh, travels to a new camp. Those are the leading three tribes. The divisions of Reuben, Simeon, and Gad are to camp on the south side of the tabernacle beneath their family banners. These are the names of the tribes, the leaders, and the numbers of their registered troops. Reuben, 46,500 troops. Simeon, 59,300 troops. Gad, 45,650 troops. So the total number of the troops on Reuben's side of the camp is 151,450. These three tribes will be on the second time, uh, in the second line whenever Israel travels. So he's not only dividing them up, but in the camp, he's dividing it when they travel. Because if you, if you can look, they didn't have cell phones or, or computers. They're very organized. This bunch will be here, and they'll lead. This bunch will be second, and they'll be behind. And so God's so detailed. It's amazing how he does this. 
The total number of troops from Reuben's side of the camp would be 151,450. These three tribes would be second in line whenever the families travel. Then the tabernacle carried by the Levites would be in the middle of the camp. All the tribes are to travel in the same order there at the camp. Each position under appropriate family banner. The division of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Benjamin are to camp on the west side of the tabernacle beneath their family banners. These are the names of the tribes and the leaders and the numbers of the rest of the troops. Ephraim, 40,500 troops. Manasseh, 32,200 troops. Benjamin, 35,400 troops. The total number of the troops from Ephraim's side of the camp is 108,100. These three tribes will be third in line wherever Israelites travel. Does God detail or what? Nobody ever reads this. Nobody ever reads numbers. You ever had somebody, hey, you read numbers lately? Nobody reads numbers. The pages are stuck together. But there's a reason this book's in the Bible. <laughs> so um, then it comes down. Uh, these are the names of tribes, leaders, and numbers of the registered troops, uh, divisions of Dan, Asher, and Naphtali. Dan had 62,700 troops. Asher had 41,500 troops. Naphtali had 53,400 troops. So the total number of troops on Dan's side of the camp is 157,600. These three tribes will be last, marching under their banners whenever Israel travels. In summary, the troops of Israel listed by their families total 603,550. But as the Lord had commanded, the Levites were not included in this registration. So the people of Israel did everything as the Lord had commanded Moses. Each clan and family set up camp and marched under their banners exactly as the Lord had instructed. Is that detail or what? Uh, people never read this because it just doesn't make any sense. God's an orderly God. God said in the New Testament, I'll order your steps. I'll direct your paths. I'll guide you in all truth. I'll show you things to come. I'll talk to you when you go to sleep. I'll talk to you when you wake up. God never leaves anything undone. Undone. There are no surprises with God. I tell people, wherever you are, you're there by divine appointment. I know some people say, and I got a big family. And I, man, I had one crummy day today. Man, I had one bad day today. Man, I wish I could just have one good week. And they're griping. No, wherever you are, you're there by divine appointment. To either be a problem solver, a problem fixer. You're not there to be a, a billboard for hell. Man, you don't know the hell I've been through and all the bad. No, no, no. We're, we're problem solvers. Blessed are the problem solvers. They should be called the children of God. Matthew 5, 9. One translation says peacemaker. But the actual word for peacemaker, blessed are the peacemakers, or blessed are the problem solvers. Blessed are the problem solvers. You and I are called and anointed on this planet to be a problem solver in our family, in our office, in our job, in our workplace. What do you call to do? Solve problems. I get paid because I solve problems. People don't hire you because you need a job. People hire you because you're going to fix something for them. You're going to do something for them. You're going to solve a problem for them. That's deep. So chapter three of Numbers, Levites are appointed for service. This is the family line of Aaron and Moses, as was ordered when the Lord spoke to Moses in Mount Sinai. The names of Aaron's sons were Nadab, the oldest, Abihu, Eleazar, Isthar. The sons of Aaron were anointed, ordained as ministers and priests. Nadab and Abihu died in the Lord's presence in the wilderness of Sinai when they burned before the Lord the wrong kind of fire. 
different than he had commanded. Since they had no sons, the Stephanoni Eleazar, Ithmar, the service priest, with their father Aaron. Then the Lord said to Moses, Call for the tribe of Levi, present them to Aaron, the priest, uh, to serve as his assistants. They will serve Aaron and the whole community, form their sacred duties around the tabernacle. They will also maintain the furnishings of the sacred tent, serving in the tabernacle on behalf of all the Israelites. Assign the Levites to Aaron and their sons. They have been given, they have been given from among all the people of Israel to service their assistants. Appoint Aaron and his sons to carry out the duties of the priesthood. But any unauthorized person who goes near the sanctuary must be put to death. Now, all of a sudden, you think he's just giving instruction. All of a sudden, well, anybody go mess with this, you need to kill him. What? Yeah. Yeah. This is God's very detailed. You, you, you know, we're allowed to go someplace. And if you weren't a priest, you weren't allowed to go other places. You bet you got to know what the rules are. This is not some flipping, well, I do what I want to and I want to. Nobody does what they want to when they want to. There's laws of the land. That, that's why in America, we're a nation of laws. That's why we're the greatest nation on the face of the planet. No, we're not perfect, but we're a great nation because we have laws. We have speed limits. We have tax laws. We have laws to how we live here together. Ooh, that gets deep. So, um, and the Lord said to Moses, verse 11, Look, I have chosen the Levites from among the Israelites to serve as substitutes for all the firstborn sons, the people of Israel. The Levites belong to me, for all firstborn males are mine. On the day I struck down the firstborn sons of the Egyptians, I set apart for myself the firstborn in Israel. Both of people and animals, they are mine. I am the Lord. The Lord spoke again to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai and said, Record the names the numbers of the tribe of Levi by their families and clans. Let every male who is one month old or older. So Moses listed them just as the Lord had commanded. Verse 17, Levi had three sons, whose name were Geshon, Korth, and Meari. These clans descended from Gershon. The names of sons were Lebni and Shinai. So he starts to list all the family names in the clans. Verse 21, the descendants of Gershon were composed of clans descended from Levi and Shai. They are 7,500 males, um, one month old or older, and these were the clans. So he's beginning to list the priesthood, who they are. You couldn't just show up. Well, I want to be a priest. No, if you weren't born in this clan, you can't be one. God set them apart, how they how function. So, Verse 40, we jump on down. Then the Lord said to Moses, now count all the firstborn sons of Israel who are one month old or older. Make a list of their names. The Levites must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn sons of Israel. I am the Lord. And the Levites' livestock must be reserved for me as substitutes for the firstborn livestock for the whole nation of Israel. So Moses counted the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, just as the Lord had commanded. The number of firstborn sons who were one month old or older was 22,273. Then the Lord said to Moses, take the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn sons of the people of Israel, and then take the livestock of the Levites as substitutes for the firstborn livestock. Now, I'm going to stop reading right there because what God's doing, he's going into great detail who does what, why they do it, and who set aside to do it. God is a very detailed God. There's nothing flipping about God. And I take great 
joy knowing that God orders my steps, directs my path, guides me all to. God thinks about me all the time. God created the universe. He holds the universe in the power of the palm of his hand. Um, I've taught this so many times. Uh, the Milky Way galaxy is one of billions of known galaxies. We're just one. The Milky Way galaxy is just one of billions of known galaxies, galaxies we don't know about, but are too far out we can't see them. We're, we're one of billions of known galaxies, and um, I've talked this so many times. The speed of light is 186,000 miles a second. Uh, 180, you turn on a flashlight, that light travels. Light travels at the speed of 186,000 miles a second. Um, you know, the sunlight you see, it left the sun some time ago, but it got here traveling at 186,000 miles a second. Um, if we get you outside in the parking lot and give you a 22 rifle, you can fire a bullet out of that rifle up in the air. If that bullet travels at the speed of light, 186,000 miles a second, you get outside, give you a rifle, fire a 22 bullet. If that bullet left that rifle at the speed of light, it will circle the earth seven times, come across the top of your head seven times before you can get your finger off the trigger. Boom. It just circled the earth seven times, traveling at the speed of light. You understand that? The speed of light. Now, NASA discovered years ago that time ceases to exist at the speed of light. There's no time at the speed of light. Stops. So that means we can send an astronaut 40 years out at the speed of light, bring him back 40 years speed of light. We're all 80 years older. He's not a day older because he's been traveling at the speed of light. Time ceases to exist at the speed of light. They don't mess with it, but it's just a fascinating thing. Well, the Milky Way galaxy is 200,000 light years from one side to the other. In other words, if you get out here, car, your truck, you get it up to the speed of light and maintain that speed, 186,000 miles a second. If you can get your truck up to the speed of light, 186,000 miles a second, and maintain that speed, it will take you 200,000 years to go from one side of the Milky Way galaxy to the other, traveling at the speed of light. And that's just one galaxy. There's billions of them. This just one. The Milky Way galaxy is just one of billions of it's a very big place. God's very big God. God's all powerful, all knowing, all loving. Why would you serve anybody but God? Why would you listen to anybody but God? Why would you follow anybody but God? God loves us, gave his only son for us, raised from the dead for us. He's the right of the Father, pray for us right now. Why would you do anything that's not in God's will? I love doing God's will. Now I still have flesh, and flesh does dumb stuff every now and then. That's why the Bible says the righteous fall seven times a day and they get back up. We're not the perfect people. We're the getting back up people. And so the Bible lays out, it's great, but he had people appointed for service to Levites. They're appointed to do certain things. God said, listen, I got this thing set up. It's a really good system. I'm doing everything for a reason. There's no flippant thoughts anywhere. I do everything for a reason. So we finished going through the Levites when they're pointed for service and uh, you get all the way down to the uh, duties of the clans and it lists from each clan, the Goatite clan, the Gershonite clan, uh, the summer of the registration. Um, uh, it, it gets all done. And it gets, the last thing you get done to purity in this was camp. And so uh, 
God left them very detailed. Numbers is not a flippant book. Numbers was very important. This is how you're to live. This is how you live a long, blessed, happy, prosperous life. God's not a mean guy. He's not a mean God. He's a loving God, a forgiving God, a giving God. And so the more they read it, they realized, why won't we follow anybody but God? Because every time they come back, they realize, man, we're not ever going to drift away again. But they would. They come back and they'd repent. Man, we're not ever going to drift away again. But they would. They'd come back. I'm trying to tell people, you got to be in church every time the door is open. Every Sunday. You know, we go to church on Sunday. Now, I preach every Sunday. I'm somewhere somewhere in America every Sunday preaching somewhere. And so, but I have a local church here in my town. And uh, we're there every Wednesday night. My pastor, we've met with our pastor. He knows us. Um, uh, he's my pastor. I love to listen to him teach. I take my Bible. My Bible's marked up with notes whenever he teaches. We need to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus. So you need to be in a great local church. Listen to your pastor. Serve. Don't just show up. Serve. We're called the servants of the Most High. So get involved. Start growing in things of God. You'll learn things just in general conversation, sitting next to somebody in a class, maybe in a Sunday school class or church service. You come out like, well, wasn't that great when he shared? And you'll share and you realize, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see that. You learn by being together. So it's a phenomenal opportunity. We're living in the greatest days of human history, called the last days, when God's spirit's poured out without measure. There's never been a greater time on this planet to be alive than now. God bless, guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Be sure to join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to hear more of what God can do in your life. He's got a great future for you and your family, and we're here to help you get there. Please make sure you visit Joe McGee Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There you find all of our Friday funny videos and other encouraging resources for you and your family. While you're at it, be sure to visit JoeMcGee.com. We have all sorts of materials, books, DVDs, you name it, all there to help you, your marriage, and your family succeed.